Welcome to Unethical Podcast. In October 2007, Chris was introduced to the internet trolls when a photograph of him was uploaded to 4chan by an individual who had taken a photo of him playing Yu-Gi-Oh in a local gaming place, complete with rugby shirt and Sonichu medallion. Okay, time to meet the trolls. Um, have you guys ever been to a local Yu-Gi-Oh tournament? Yes. Hi. How was that? I played in it, so it was fun. Uh, okay. I did too. I was like 12. Um, and then... Uh, immediately met uh, uh like a 32 year old disabled man who was very strange um and uh, i i say this not because it was like christian or something but just because there are like carbon copies of this man smattered everywhere 100 <laughs> and he, he just happened to get so fucking famous yeah are you are did you have one of those in your place celeste yeah I was going to say, if not, you're the one. But anyways, it's... Uh... I... <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't, it's you. <laughs> she was standing outside with a big poster board and said, boyfriend, free boy. <laughs> boyfriend, free boy. <laughs> boyfriend, free pal. If you're black or married, jump off of me. Black and you're not married. Jump whoa, 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 whoa! I was like, only black and married. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Uh. Okay, so yeah, this photo on 4chan led to a viral local fascination with Chris, where people who had interacted with him in their daily life shared their stories about him, and in this thread, people began sharing their fan art and erotic fan art of Chris and his Sonichu characters. Um, eventually, one of the users was dared to send Chris a screenshot of the thread, and that's how Chris found out about it. Uh, Chris responded in what you will learn is very Chris fashion, spewing disgust about the depictions of Chris being gay for Sonichu, and he instead demanded that they make fan art of Rose Chu, Sonichu's girlfriend, stripping, masturbating, and squirting. And in all caps, he exclaimed he is straight and that he will not be veered in any other disgustingly grotesque direction. So he went full. So this is his introduction to the trolls. This is his first time actually interacting with this forum of trolls. And he goes full tilt, creepy, pervo, homophobe. Like, good show. That's really not going to pique their interest in you whatsoever. You're like, here, trolls, here's some troll mip. You know what I mean? That's troll mip. That's what you're asking. When you say stuff like that, that's what the trolls want. They want you to fucking go, oh, yeah, let's do that. I wonder what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, largely due to his reactions to them, the fascination ended up spreading to other websites. And it was the spark that lit the flame of the siege of cyberbullying and reactions that were to come. Uh, one user ended up making a troll page for Chris Chan. It was Chris hyphen Chan. That's where the name comes from. 
um, on Encyclopedia Dramatica, which Chris would spend years trying and failing to destroy. <laughs> yeah, that's a great site. I love RJ's little giggle. He's just like, <laughs> by the way, if anybody wants to make me squirting at some fan art, I'd be cool with it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you could ask for fan art. I thought just people made fan art. I didn't think you could ask for requests. I'm gonna, I'm gonna draw uh, you sucking off Chris Chan. How about that? Yeah. with. Yes. Cool. I mean. Sounds good. Sounds good. Not only will he do that, but he'll also put you up two points on his respect yeah. scale. <laughs> right. And I'm, I oh, just damn. might stop giving you the silent treatment. No, no, no guarantees. I've gone six years before, so don't even fucking test me. Silent <laughs> treatment. He didn't talk for six years. Oh, you were talking. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Like Chris. Yeah. I, yeah. Cool. Gotcha. Yep. On board. All right. So <laughs> trolls clung to the email address that Chris foolishly provided them with, bombarding oh Chris God. with more gay and trans fan art. And it led to several keyboard battles where Chris would try to stop other artists from using Sonichu. And one of the people that Chris met uh, in college who was in the thread decided to take this trolling into real life and told him that he had set up uh, a date with a woman and gave her his contact information. And Chris ended up having his first fake flirtation with this woman over AOL Messenger. And lo and behold, oh, it's just this guy pretending to be her classic catfish. Boring catfish. We've, we've covered that on the show. Yes. Oh God! You get you gave us so much troll nip. <laughs> so much, and this is his starter catfish. All right, he's testing the waters. So, with each reaction they got out of Chris, the more fan art would come out specifically designed to outrage him, and the more of his outrage that would be posted on the internet for people to mock. Oh my gosh. You could see that coming a mile away. Anybody with any type of fucking, like, just shut up at a certain point because you know it's going to get worse every time. You're an idiot. I, I saw it coming. I don't even know this. I was like, that's exactly what's going to happen. <laughs> it reminds me of that guy called Kyle. Do you remember? It was the video was called The Biggest Freak Out Ever. Tries to sodomize himself with the remote control. And yep. then after that video was released, his brother just kept putting more and more videos of him doing crazy shit. Like he throws the Christmas tree out onto the lawn and sets it on fire with all the presents. And his brother just keeps posting all these videos and he just got <laughs> absolute, like, and his parents bought him a truck and he beat the shit out of it with a baseball bat because it wasn't the truck that awesome. he wanted. Yeah, I and remember. Fucking crazy. That's what it reminds me of. And this guy just went absolutely viral and people just owned his ass. You gotta love that because it's like an infinite feedback loop. And Chris Chan's so bad because like he's got like nobody in his life that actually cares about him to like yeah. step in and be like, well, like let's just talk about it, buddy. It's just him and the fucking internet, like <laughs> just yeah. going at it. <laughs> yeah, no one's like, maybe you should stop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they come and they try, and he doesn't. Oh God. <laughs> All right. Um, so Chris fought back by editing his own Encyclopedia Dramatica page, rewording the unflattering entries and flooding it with additional details. He called this, quote, information overload, which he believed would gain him sympathy. And obviously this didn't work. Oh. 
He also tried to reinforce his heterosexuality by sharing his own fan art depicting heterosexual sex between his characters. Uh, you still had to draw the dick, Chris. That's pretty gay. No, but they were they were having straight sex. It's still gay if you draw the dick, though. No, they were having straight <laughs> sex. No, it's gay. I'm sorry. Is it gay if I have straight sex with my penis? Like, come on. He drew it. He drew a dick. Yes, it's, it is. It's <laughs> you just look away yeah, from yeah. the dick the whole time. That's straight. Just block it out. Yeah. There. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You just close your eyes and then, like, I mean, like, yeah, like it's not going to be the right <laughs> shape or size or color and and like the the veins will be outside of the lines of the actual penis yeah but aren't they it's, it's gonna be straight exactly and i mean that's the most important thing is it not as long as long as it's clear that we can do that in a straight way yes we yes. We're, i'm allowing us to move on now okay thank you <laughs> okay thank you yeah thanks <laughs> um he also shared a drawing of himself fingering a woman which he titled she comes for quick not nice but the trolls noticed that this woman looked the same as his fictional sister character from his sonic you comic books so he's got like a bunch of these editions of the comic books out now um and in it he he wrote in he's in the comic he's part of the cast or whatever and he wrote in a sister character named crystal and the woman that he drew in this image looked a lot like her Chris had also mentioned several times in his videos and artworks that he one day wanted a daughter named Crystal and trolls ran with it, creating a narrative wherein Chris wanted to fuck his mom to make her pregnant with his daughter, Crystal, and then fuck his daughter, sister, Crystal. Yep. However, uh, the girl in the photo or the drawing was actually modeled after Megan, the, you know, rebuffing his advances for years, Megan. Um, when she discovered this, she confronted him and she asked him to leave her alone until she decides she's ready to contact him again, if she's ever ready to contact him again, which again, this makes me think like you're in this for the shit that he buys you, because I think any normal person would be like, that's enough now. Yeah, absolutely. And he immediately responded by explaining sex to her, assuming that she was upset because the image was sexual in nature and therefore frightening to her and not a disgusting violation. It's exactly Well, women it's. women don't know about it until you uh, you tell them. It's true. Sure. Yeah. They they all learn about it from uh, a strapping man who has to stalk yes. them for years prior to informing them. So I found out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, "Oh, thank you. I'm not a girl." <laughs> and they were like, "Oh, <laughs> shit." Well, now you know. All right. Um, Chris removed any mention of Megan from his online presence, uh, with the exception of the drawing, where he just enlarged the vagina getting fingered and just cropped the rest out. Ah, oh, uh, that makes it all better. Yeah. And amazingly, Megan still didn't cut him off at this point. She's holding out for that PSP. She's yeah. holding out. He also decided this would be a great time to release another poem into the world. And thank God, because we deserve it. I know, I know, I want to know. I'm ready. For my true love, I'd treat her tenderly, sweetly, gently, like a summer breeze. I'd caress her skin gently with my strong fingers. I'd take her to eat and provide for her to my ability. I'd start small at McDonald's, then let it get better in due time. 
When the mood is right, I'd whisk her in my arms and lift her up in sweet gentleness. I would share with her the best kiss of my life and hopefully hers, since it would be the first of my life. I would do for her as much as I am able to in getting her the things she desires. Every day, I would try to make her smile with a jest, a spark, or a tender massage. If she is willing to allow the pleasure, I'd lay her down, caress her gently, tickle her fancy, have her tickle my fancy, and give it to her with the learned, lonely experience I've endured. But I digress on that. Most importantly, I would hang on to her every word of her life tales, her feelings, her troubled times, and I'd share my condolences accordingly. And I can hope she would be willing to do the same for me. I am nothing without this woman, so I hope and pray that she will stay to love me for me as I would stay with her for her. I love you would be shared daily with a French side dish. I am her soldier to do for her as she sees fit. Is the French side dish French fries? <laughs> Super yeah. sized. Yeah. Uh, tickle her fancy and then she can tickle my fancy. Oh, yeah. God. This guy's weird. Tickling fancies into the wee morning hours. <laughs> it's so weird how much like biological imperative takes over for everyone. You know what I mean? Like the whole like wanting fucking. It's like so. Wow. This guy. Do you think that was going to work? That's what I mean. Like this guy crazy. Mm. He's got nuts. Okay. After this, Chris sent Megan another email saying that she is nowhere near upset about this as he is. And uh, because his art is his way to relieve his pent-up frustration with trolls and unrequited love. And they were using it against him to make him sound like some incest fantasizing freak. Chris changed the entry on Encyclopedia Dramatica from drawing pictures of himself having sex with his imaginary sister to having sex with his lost sailor soldier, Megan, who dumped his sorry ass for drawing the pic of him fucking her. So he outed her as the woman after she asked him to remove any mention of her online and the photo. And she completely cut off all contact with him in March, 2008. About bloody time. You know, when she said for me not to do that, I'm going to do exactly that. (laughs) Stop touching me. Touch you. Okay. I shall. Yeah. Take me off your website. Put you on my website. I will do that. (laughs) And that, and that shit's gotta be like, you know, like the lack of emotional and, and uh cognitive stuff going on but like that that shit like oh like start small with mcdonald's and work my way up you can tell this man like had nobody in his life actually like talking to him like everything he knows is through like media references and like just consuming media and that that is like textbook neglect like the television and internet raised this person on top of everything else fascinating it is fascinating it's a cable guy like a modern day cable guy yes (laughs) yes somehow far scarier okay so uh this whole online debacle and the encyclopedia dramatica ended up being discovered by the church he attended who banished him from attending uh shortly after this he was also banned from his favorite gaming place for making racist comments against black patrons uh ricardo that that's a pro gamer move though so don't don't hold that all the way against him so is having sex with your mom rj (laughs) hey whoa i'm not no 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 no. he misunderstood the instructions and had sex with his own mom he was like oops 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah. They're <laughs> like, I fucked your mom. Not if I do first. <laughs> <laughs> Just a very heated Fortnite lobby and uh, things got out of hand. <clears throat> All right. Um, 2008 was also the year that Chris got Facebook. Um, and he used it like so many dudes still do to this day. He spent his time slipping into women's private messages and being awkward. Um, some of these exchanges were with girls who were quite young. And when Chris found out they were under 18, he continued to pursue them, promising them that he wouldn't take anything further than friendship until they were 18, which I have a problem with. <laughs> I won't That's be creepy to tell you, Asshole. <laughs> Oh, okay. This was about the point where I like really was like, okay, he's not just awkward and pitiful. He's actually a shitty person. Yeah, it's not mutually exclusive. But... Yeah. Okay. Uh, Chris uh, began spiraling online after this. He posted videos where he ranted and raved against trolls online, blamed them for ruining his relationship with Megan, for making people think he's gay, when they are in fact the homos, and uh, for calling him a pedophile and dragging his good name. He also threatened that he is withholding the release of the next edition of his Sonichu comic book on his website until the Encyclopedia Dramatica page is taken down. No! 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 <laughs> yeah. It was a dark time. Everybody really hanging on their the edge of their seats for that issue. I need it. Um, the page got so popular that it became featured on the website's homepage. And Chris went to Fox News and encouraged them to do a story on these awful trolls and to shame them. Yeah, right. Which they didn't. Two days after this, Chris went to check his Encyclopedia Dramatica page and found that he couldn't access it. And this led him to believe that he'd won against those evil bastards and he posted a video celebrating his victory. However, the site was down because it had gotten so popular it was crashing the server. <laughs> Oh, my God. Chris uh, developed some online, quote, friends during this time. Uh, an internet anti-troll that supports victims of cyberbullies. Uh, he was actually just making fun of him. He's not standing in solidarity. Um, the troll. And a female cartoonist who asked him to feature her original character, Jigliami, in his comic series. And Jigliami is a rock star character modeled after the Pokemon Jigglypuff. Right up his alley. Which he did. Yeah, right up his alley. Of course he's going to say yes to that. A Pokemon? A half Pokemon? Half Does it do any type of energy weapons out of their hands? No? All right, I'll put her in anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> another artist that had made a similar character to Sonichi reached out to Chris to let him know that she didn't steal the idea. And they had a very rough start where he told her to stop drawing it, and she told him to kill himself. <laughs> oh, <laughs> She ended up actually like developing more of a relationship with him. And throughout the next few years, she tried uh, over and over and over to convince him to stop reacting, to stop falling in love with every troll pretending to be a woman and to stop focusing on finding someone to have sex with and worry about making friends and being an advocate for autistic people with like with his notoriety. Finally, someone with a tiny little bit of common sense. Yeah, Chris never listened to her. She was pretty smart, and he should have. 
Someone should have just showed him like sex workers. Oh, that comes up. Um, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> that comes up. Okay. Oh, that comes up. This story <laughs> has everything. <laughs> all right. Yes. It's a hodgepodge potpourri of all things crazy. I, all right. He's too busy this. buying toys to afford prostitutes right now, Richard. Correct. But I mean, how? what better way to woo a prostitute than with Sailor uh, Venus and a dildo? If by woo you mean get stabbed by when you don't have any cash, then yeah. I just want to be oh, clear, okay. Chris. Even the prostitutes rejected Chris. All right. Oh. For a time, so he All didn't right. like he tried. He anyway. Um, the trolls convinced Chris that a company called JK Productions, which should have been obvious, JK Productions, uh, had begun development on a Sonichu video game, and that he hoped. Sega and Nintendo would distribute the game. Uh, he posted several videos about this exciting news, unbeknownst to him that uh, it was all an elaborate troll, because of course it was. And a few months into the troll, uh, JK Productions reached out to him and advised him that they had received cease and desist letters from Nintendo and Sega. And as a result, <laughs> they were forced to redesign the main characters. And they sent him the redesigns. Sonichu was now an anteel, a cross between an anteater and an eel, wearing a dapper suit with a pickle in his lapel. And this was a subtle dig to Chris referring to penises as pickles in his pleads to stop drawing Rose Chu with a dick. Um, they also redesigned Rose Chu into a gay ant eel in a like Mr. Slave outfit. Amazing. And Chris was redesigned as a, a busted lady and Chris decided to sever his relationship with JK Productions at this time. Wise. That's hilarious. Yeah. Another gang of trolls created a full fake UK campaign wherein they made fake articles and advertisements for Sonichu merchandise created and distributed by Jerry Hill, a soccer commentator. And the article said things like, this is going to be the next Pokemon. And like, it was indicating that this guy was going to get rich on Sonichu. And it, this caused Chris quite a bit of stress, honestly. Um, but the troll was revealed when they released teasers featuring a gay Sonichu and a chubby robot character modeled after Chris's naked body. <laughs> now, how did the world know what Chris's naked body looked That's like? What I was going to ask. That was my oh, question. Oh, God. Great question, Richard. Let's, let's back up for a second to one of the friends that Chris made. Oh, gosh. The cartoonist. Yeah. Her name was Blanca Weiss. And Chris developed quite a fondness for her. Uh, now, Blanca Weiss was actually a catfish created by three trolls. And uh, the reason they created Blanca was because the mission of the trolls was to acquire Chris's Sonichu medallion. They wanted it. <laughs> also, Blanca Weiss is like a hilarious joke, in my opinion, because in Spanish, Blanca is white. And in yeah. German, Weiss is woman and white woman, Chris's ideal type. That's funny to me. Oh, God. Amazing. And I just know that them trying to steal that medallion is that like they know that's going to set them off and it's going to be hilarious. So let's get the fucking medallion. Yeah. They are on mission. <laughs> wow. Important to note, trolling Chris was really easy because it's likely that he suffers from prosopagnosia or facial blindness where people can easily mistake faces for other people's faces. And it is somewhat common in people with autism. 
Um, so the trolls didn't even have to send photos that were similar to make Chris believe that he was getting more photos of Blanca. They didn't look anything alike, the photos that they sent, like nothing alike. Um, or any of the other dozens of fake women trolls created to fuck with him. So uh, briefly, Blanca was intercepted by a fourth troll who wasn't part of this gang of trolls. And uh, this person just made an email that was similar to the email that Blanca used, not even the same one. And uh, they used it to request nudes from Chris, who obliged, uh, revealing to the world his extremely weird, crooked dinky, which can still be enjoyed online today. <laughs> I want a full-blown description. What do you got? How big? What do we got? Talking roller quarters to the left? Chris, are you okay? <laughs> Oh, she's doing. She's right, showing me. No, please, no. I'll no, describe no, it. No, my eyes, my I'll eyes. Describe it. <laughs> my eyes. <laughs> we need a vagina palate cleanser in my face. Actually, I just gotta make a picture yeah. it in my face. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I doubt like a Google image search is gonna pull <laughs> Chris Chance. Oh. <laughs> oh no. Damn, I... Uh... Oh, my God, is that him with his shirt pulled up? Yes. Remember how we were talking about that? We were talking about that last week. Oh, <laughs> we were talking my. about that. Oh, no. That is a weird-looking dick, though. It's It looks like it has an elbow. Yeah, right? Like, how did you do that? I know how. Playing with it a lot. You think? A lot. No, I don't know. Maybe you broke it. You can break your dick, so maybe, like snapped it in half one day i don't know maybe um okay so chris also began another online flirtation with another troll woman on facebook at this time and chris decided to use this woman's interest in him as leverage with blanca um hilariously the three trolls being blanca started exchanging emails with the troll pretending to be uh this woman named sarah and fighting over chris which is like so funny to me um Chris ended up choosing Blanca in the end, but only until he met another troll, this one posing as an Australian woman, causing him to temporarily end his relationship with Blanca. Um, So he dumped her and then shortly after posted a video proclaiming proclaiming his love for this new troll whose screen name was Halo Panda, where he sang, never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. Now, uh, this is where things get a little bit graphic. So these trolls got Chris to have very graphic conversations with them over Skype, which they recorded and released. In one of their conversations, he described how he jerked off and that he used a plastic cup to catch his jizz so it didn't make a mess. Uh, And he also mentioned that he had talked with his mom about it before. Oh. Then he described for Halo Panda how women masturbate in case she wanted to try it. Um, she was able to get him to agree to be pegged and to have sex with a dog for her when they finally meet up to have sex. Oh, oh my God. He'll just say anything. Yeah, lots of dumb shit. Sure, I got dogs. <laughs> That's how Patty died. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hope not. There was some drama. She ended up claiming this fake troll ended up... I talk about all the trolls in the terms of like she, even though it's usually dudes, but just stick with me on that it's too complicated to do it otherwise it's like boys it's like children yeah yeah <laughs> <I'll> just... <laughs> yeah it is actually a lot of them are kids yeah yeah and that like i'm sorry the funniest part about that to me is like just the idea of like 
being like 14 and and being like ultra edgelord and finding it so hilarious to get into like a serious like phone sex relationship with this adult man (laughs) (laughs) it's true and and just giggling with your boys and not sensing any of like the super irony (laughs) (laughs) um okay yeah so this troll claimed that one of his most dedicated trolls so this was like the leader of the troll gang he was known as clyde cash online uh, it's funny name. so she claimed that clyde cash had raped her and that she was pregnant and no longer a virgin and chris said that he would care for the baby like it was his own he actually maintained this relationship with this troll longer than any of the other trolls but he frequently professed his love for other women that paid attention to him okay. after they split this went on over several months it's not that interesting but uh he reunited with blanca after this claiming that he had a dream where the name of his true sweetheart was revealed to him and it was blanca that's another thing that i forgot to mention he doesn't call girlfriends girlfriends he calls them his sweetheart sweethearts that's his term the trolls eventually got chris to trust her so much and become so infatuated with her uh blanca again that he mailed her his most precious possession the sonichu medallion oh they did it they got it they got it got him you fucks yeah. Oh uh, man, I want to see the victory lap video on that. They must have just fucking broke him. Um, I'll tell you about it. Okay. Uh, he sent it along with a love letter. Um, upon receipt, <laughs> uh, one of the trolls recorded a video of them uh, reading the love letter. That's not that important. It's not that interesting. Anyway. Okay. So in the video that the trolls sent or recorded, uh, they mined the medallion, blowing a pickle. They cut it up. They bashed it with a hammer. They put the remains in a pickle jar, set the uh, remains on fire in the jar, and then pissed on the fire to put it out. <laughs> wow. Fucking, there must have been some heated debates over the fucking past couple of little while. Like, they, that's, that's not even just a troll anymore. That's hate. You know, that's pure hate. Fuck this guy. Well, it's it's internet bullying you get that extra layer of humanity removed and, <laughs> yeah, and people exactly. just go fucking ape shit animalistic despite all of this chris continued to believe that blanca was real and her mail had just been intercepted <laughs> by the trolls that happens <laughs> i put too much troll nip in there it's got to be taken by a troll there's no way I couldn't have been. <laughs> These devious trolls. He also clapped back against the trolls by revealing in his Sonichu comic book that his powers don't come from the medallion at all. No, they in fact come from his Amethyst High School ring. And I still have that, fuckers. Ah, of course. Stupid. How could you not know that? <laughs> yeah. Idiots. Um... All right, so uh, these same trolls that were posing as Blanca uh, came back in a new form, this time as one of his high school gal pals. And he, it, she, claimed that she lost her copy of the Yep, I'm on TV DVD and asked for another copy. And Chris, of course, sent her one, (laughs) which she immediately leaked. And the trolls began making fun of Chris Chan's parents as well. Oh, that's that. They didn't do anything except for be fucked up parents. Well, that and it also revealed the hoarding conditions in the house. So that's a new oh, fun yeah. thing that the trolls know now. Um, uh, 
Another set of trolls was able to correctly guess Chris's password. It was probably Sonichu. And uh, <laughs> because his password was the same for everything, again, probably Sonichu. Um, they gained access to his entire personal online presence, Uh-oh. which they immediately leaked. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. So at this point, everything that wasn't a physical copy that he had ever written, created, or recorded was out there for the world to study, making him the most well-documented freak fascination in the history of the internet. Wow. These guys are the Edward Snowden of trolls. You know what I mean? They just got whatever info uh, they needed and put it out there. <laughs> dude, 4chan goes hard. Like, I mean, it's things are different now, but back then, whoo. <laughs> now, now, now it's just all, uh, you know, porn and, and people being racist and uh, real extreme fun shit moved to 8chan. But then that got all child pornography Um So, like the internet does. And RJ's like, and that's when I dipped. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, yeah, QAnon? Sure, no problem. Wait, hold on a minute. Stop it, Q. Stop it, Q. This is everything my... we're supposed to be against, Q, yeah. Q cultists. Yeah, what's his name? Julian Assange is a whistleblower. These guys are pickle blowers. I'm ready to move on. (laughs) (laughs) From this life. Um, Okay. Part of this massive leak, by the way, uh, was more nudes. Uh, This time, images of him in his mother's underwear and bra. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right. So the trolls posing as Blanca broke up with Chris after the round of nudes was leaked. Um, she's like, oh, my God, you're wearing ladies' underwear. That's gross. Um, and uh, Chris posted a forlorn video lamenting that she broke up with him because of these naked photos. And uh, Chris then, like four hours later, revealed he met a woman named Chloe at a GameStop while he was dating Blanca. And they have gone to second base. Ooh. Ooh, he's playing baseball now. Don't get too excited. Uh, when asked about Chloe by his fans slash trolls the following year, Chris had no recollection of her. Mm. Oh. I think he might have been fibbing a little bit. Yeah, I've met the guy that's made up a girlfriend before, though. So, you know, that's not... I am a guy that's made up a girlfriend before. <laughs> <laughs> um at the end of 2008, the trolls started spamming Chris's website with posts about Ryan Cash, a fictional young fan of Sonichu and uh, the brother of Clyde Cash, the king troll. Um, basically, they claimed that Ryan was so distressed when Chris refused to release more Sonichu until the Encyclopedia Dramatica was taken down that he took his own life. Oh my. Uh, Chris never really seemed to have much of a reaction to this, but he did record a message to Ryan's family uh, in a video at the time. <laughs> I'm just picturing like the scheming behind all this. And like, if we get, this is going to be great. And I, I, I don't know, just every time it ups itself, you know, that's <laughs> this is one more time. And like, how far can we go with this guy? Mm-hmm. Uh, The trolls also posed as high-level executives of Nintendo, convincing Chris (laughs) that his characters would be added to the Animal Crossing City Folk game. 
Yeah. Uh, during this interaction, Chris revealed the password for his Sonichu.net website so that Nintendo could redesign <laughs> to prepare for launch. And he was subsequently blocked from accessing his own website. Uh, the trolls then held the, the website hostage, demanding Chris release a video where he comes out of the closet. Uh, Chris doubled down and instead released a 10-minute video where he proclaims his complete and total heterosexuality, talks about Playboy magazines, and makes moaning sounds and caressing motions while saying boobies and vaginas. That's, not, that's what I do to make people know I'm straight. I just walk down the street mm-hmm. going, boobies! <laughs> vaginas! Well, we got to hear your best moan while you're saying it. Otherwise, uh, uh, the uh, James. I'm taking my headphones off. Oh, <laughs> jeans. Vagina, uh, vagina, boobies. Oh, 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 no. <laughs> Richard, I think you're getting wet. <laughs> I just pissed my pants. You're right. <laughs> oh, goodness. Yeah, that was me squirting. Amazing. Um... All right, so he sent this to the troll. The troll said, fine. Instead, upload a video of your parents telling you they are proud of you. And that video never happened. Um, Shocker. (laughs) Well, the trolls assumed, yeah, this is because they're not proud of you, dickhead. But I think his parents were kind of proud of him. They they responded to emails from, you know, quote, Nintendo, uh, trying to arrange travel. And uh, his father also wrote him letters a lot. And he said kind things in the letters and like positive things about the future and stuff. So I don't know. I think they were a little bit proud of him, but I don't think they knew the whole story. I think there's a lot of like shutting Chris up too. Hmm. you know, like those letters are not like, maybe, maybe, maybe you could be right. But I have more of a feeling like if we don't write a fucking letter right now or call Nintendo, we're going to hear about it every minute of every day until we do it. So we'll just do it. We're 85 years old at this point. Yeah. Let's just give in. So Chris never regained control of uh, the website and instead was forced to start a new website, sonichuandrosechu.com. And to pander to his audience, he included an adult section dedicated to erotic art based on Sonichu. Chris was not able to fly to his fabricated meeting with Mr. Miyamoto of Nintendo due to financial constraints. And he claimed in a YouTube video that he had attended the meeting and the video game is off the ground. How do, you, how do you spell K Wait, sorry. How do you spell Miyamoto? I'm wondering if they just found some Chinese word for like I'm a robot. Like, no, he actually is. For... Oh, okay. Okay. Never mind then. You don't know Miyamoto? I don't know anything. Uh, he invented fucking Mario. Okay. I don't know anybody by name. I barely know my friends by name. Well, one of the things <laughs> that anybody would know who's like is into Nintendo and who should know, Chris doesn't know a lot of stuff, but. Uh, he doesn't speak a word of English. Not one word. <laughs> um, okay, so once Chris had announced that the video game was off the ground and he went to this meeting and blah, 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 the trolls lowered the boom. Um, and they also decided to accuse him of being a lazy mama's boy that couldn't make it in the business world and told them that Nintendo was no longer interested in pursuing making Sonic a Nintendo character. So that's fun. Uh, and this Do, totally... How- Sorry, okay, never mind. Maybe you're just about to say it. No. I was just about to ask, like, how does he react to seeing to getting fucking busted every time? Does he lose his shit? Oh, okay. Yes, I was gonna get to it. (laughs) 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 Okay, so this devastated Chris, who lashed out at the troll he believed was part of Nintendo. 
Um, Chris then released a video retracting his previous video and blaming the president of the company's prudish opinions on true love for the failure of the franchise. So it's worth mentioning that most editions of Sonichu had aspects of like PG-13 romance between hedgehogs. Well, and a few of them had tastefully censored intercourse, but one had outright straight up pornographic depictions of hardcore safe sex, like hedgehogs wearing condoms. Oh. wouldn't even work. They'd pop a hole in them. Uh, hedgehogs' dicks don't have spikes on them. You have a hedgehog. Yeah, don't jack it off. They're <laughs> <laughs> afraid of getting pricked. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's not that I wouldn't. I just don't know how to. <laughs> I thought I was jacking it off. Guess I wasn't. What I was jacking off would have definitely broke a condom. <laughs> Richard comes on the next podcast. His lips are just full of spines. Like, what's up, guys? <laughs> I was. I had to think about pussy right in my face. And did I mention my hedgehog's a girl? <laughs> All right, bestiality. I guess we're going there. Not yet. Not yet. Next time on an ethical podcast. <laughs> Um, all right. Yeah. So Chris ended up receiving a letter in the mail a few months later from Nintendo, um, an actual letter stating that they had never been in contact with him and he had been duped. As I have alluded to, and has, as RJ has, um, like blown the wad up several times, Chris transitions, um, but transgender themes, uh, first became a part of the Chris Chan story in 2009 when a group of female cartoonists created a Sonichu fan site called Sonichu Girls. And uh, in his messages to these women, he said that sometimes he thinks he was born the wrong gender due to his caring attitude and lack of a sweetheart. But he says he appreciates being born a man. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. And then he continued to spew paragraph upon paragraph, and I'm not exaggerating paragraphs of how grossed out he is by dicks okay yes all these women were trolls and these trolls uh sent him over the top groupie chats about wanting to fuck him and confessing their love to him and like how hot he is and he was so grateful for them that chris sent them a package containing 23 individually packed bags of his hair with a hand-drawn certificate of authenticity. (laughs) (laughs) That's brilliant. Oh my God. And these girls just, did they ask for that? Or did he just, that's his gift to you now? He gave it to them because they're so wet. (laughs) Did you really need to ask if they asked? No, but they're um, trolls. So maybe they're trying to see how far they can make them go. Like cut some of your hair off, send us some hair. Fair enough. I mean, but like this man has like, like that's the type of situation where even if they did ask, they didn't ask for that. Like they would have just been like, "Hey, like you should send us a, a, you know, like a letter saying this about yourself." What if I added some hair? <laughs> you want hair too? Hey, Richard, did you um, did you give Cole a handwritten certificate of authenticity for your beard? I mean, I did much better. I had production value. <laughs> I made a fucking video, <laughs> video. and sent it with it. <laughs> like, that's way more work than writing a letter. Uh, shit. Um, so the, re- the recipient of this package, the um, like admin of this troll site or whatever, claimed that the hair was greasy and smelled bad. Oh. 
That is uh, the least surprising turn of events. No, but he didn't really need to write a certificate of authenticity that way. You know what I mean? You That's know, true. Yeah, I was <laughs> oh, yeah, it's authentic. I can tell. Yeah, exactly. I, I cannot even like I, that is such a gross concept. Like just like just picturing Chris Chan and then like adding the sense of smell to that image mm. makes me want to gag. Like I can't. <laughs> yeah cannot smell like anything less than like dried Velveeta cheese and like <laughs> fucking seven-year-old sweat stains on that fucking polo. Ugh. Ugh. There have been people who have um, written about how he smells in public. Um, in the later years, apparently he didn't smell bad. He figured out hygiene. So. Aw, good for him. But she's, she's a proper lady. If he washes, he's going to have to put his hand near a disgusting penis. So, oh. All right. Uh, trolling ramped up in 2009. Uh, an elite group of dedicated Chris Tran trolls started their own online community where they coordinated more elaborate and convincing trolls to get the content that they wanted from Chris. Um, they managed to get access to his home phone number and Chris began receiving death threats. Uh, these death, thre- death threats and stresses led him to have fecal incontinence, which the trolls discover in one of his video chats, and he makes a video addressing later. Okay. Why is he getting death threats? Like, why are people death threatening him at this point? Just because? He's the fucking internet, man. Okay. I've never gotten a death threat, and I've said some fucked up shit. That's all I'm that- saying. Well, that and that just <laughs> yeah. goes to show that you need to start grinding harder because your audience is not big enough. Uh, <laughs> you're obviously not famous enough, Richard. You're not famous. That's fine. Enough, you're no Chris Chan, is what we're saying. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. People, dude. People give death threats on the internet for light things. Like, I mean, they, the the uh, the woman who played one of the characters in the Last of Us sequel got death threats for her and her baby. Just because she played a character that people didn't like what the character did in the fictional thing. Abby? Yep. Yeah, that happened to um, the actor that played Joffrey in um, Game of Thrones. He yep. quit acting because of it. Yeah, but Joffrey was a pile of dicks. Oh, 100%. <laughs> it's, it's a fictional thing. <laughs> the internet's hard. Okay, um... In one online voice chat over Mumble, does anyone, did anyone ever use Mumble? I never used Mumble. It was like Discord, before Discord. Mm. Uh, The trolls got Chris to admit that he thinks it's okay for sisters to have sex with each other. In another, they got into an argument with Barb. The trolls actually got into a fight with Barb, and Barb called them idiots that don't know anything about the world, and then uh, yelled at Chris for wasting his time answering them. That's probably the most cogent thing that anybody's ever said to him um Mm -hmm. that's absolutely true and (laughs) it's like 90 percent of this is that just transpired because he just kept replying responding yeah and he had he had nothing else going on in his life did he he didn't work he didn't have like he wasn't doing he obviously didn't have very many friends like real life friends uh he he was in fact uh the creator of sonichu Oh, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Put some fucking respect on that, Christy. Jesus Christ, I'm so sorry. You should be. It's I, not I it's am. not easy being a small business owner and a content creator. 
Yeah, that's a huge property. He's going to have a hard time uh, managing that by himself. I get that. <laughs> um, in another one of the mumble chats, the trolls convinced Chris that his girlfriend, Halo Panda, uh, was killed in an Australian bushfire. And um, that he believed this, actually, that she was dead from a bushfire in Australia. So thus ends Halo Panda. Can you imagine him in his basement by himself, like crying and screaming about it too? I don't have to. He recorded himself crying and screaming when the girl was <laughs> I forgot he's always got a camera on. Of yeah, course, you don't does. have to imagine anything. You want to see him do it? It's out there. He's done it. Wow. Okay. Um, My bad. It was later revealed in a troll ambush that Halo Panda was part of a group called the Miscreants, a group that claimed to have dedicated their lives to making sure that Chris never gets laid. But uh, when Chris thought Halo Panda was dead, she was quickly replaced by Julie, a Mulvonia resident who used Mumble to record all of their phone sex conversations. Now, Chris believed himself to be a gentleman, saying that he would eat so many strawberries so his mouth and jizz would taste good. Um, He also thought that belching was a sign that he had enjoyed a woman's vagina. And uh, he role-played as Sonichu, saying that he was sending lightning up her cooch to make her come. Sick. Does that work? I I don't know. I don't have one. Nine volt batteries lying around? (laughs) So nine volts. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. You can ask Bo because she got she got a massive electric shock at work the other day. So, what was she doing at work that she got an electric shock of her vagina? That is the best question yet. Well, she said it was on her hand, but it—I never know with her. Where was her hand? I got what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to put it out to listener too. Just go onto our Facebook page and mm. let us know if you get shocked in the twat. Does it give you come? Maybe it's maybe it's special Pikachu or Sonichu electricity that does that. Oh, that's I mean, true. like you've seen Pikachu oh, in the cartoon, and like yeah. the way that it like oh, it's ribbed it's almost for like her pleasure. Prehensile electricity. Mm. Yeah, it's electrical tentacles. Electricals might just be Pokemon vagina magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This guy knows nothing about vagina, so it's definitely that. Knows a lot about strawberries, though. He knows a lot about strawberries. Yeah, I I didn't know I didn't know they made your jizz taste good. They don't. I thought it was pineapple. Well, nobody had to shatter that illusion for me, but thanks a lot. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All food can affect the way that it tastes, but I don't know why people think that anything will make it taste good. Basically, just don't eat like Indian food or fish, and it won't taste terrible. God damn you, Celeste! The last two things I liked. That's all Richard lives on, fish and Indian food. Exactly. <laughs> he, he breeds the fish in his backyard by feeding them like fucking... Vindaloo? <laughs> like, heck yeah. <laughs> Chicken tikka masala. Um, he also loudly jerked off and came during these conversations, like very loudly. Awesome. Okay, uh, he sent this Julie a video of him fucking his sex doll while shouting Julie's name, which was very quickly leaked online. Oh, God. When uh, Chris was jerking off on cam for Julie, Julie would tell the other trolls in the miscreants uh, to call Chris's home phone to try to convince his parents to walk in on him. 
uh, telling them that Chris was threatening to kill himself online. <laughs> it's not many times I'm fucking like dumbfounded. I don't even know what to say to that. Like, yum, I guess. I don't know what to tell you. I just, well, all right. I feel like this is a safe space. That's awesome. That is so <laughs> awesome. I, <laughs> like, if you're going to bully somebody, that is the. F- Imagine poor Bob would have a fucking heart attack and then they'd capture that on camera as well. There is <laughs> no fucking way they have not caught him jerking off prior to that. Even if that yeah. happened, she would just come in oh, and be like, course. ah, again. Uh, he would, if, if this is true, Chris. he'd yeah. be like, mom, get me a sandwich. And he'd be standing at the door jerking it while yeah. she walked in. Like he did oh. that on purpose. You know what I mean? Like oh. that's what he's trying to do. Like I'm not getting oh tricked God. by the sandwich again. Fine. I'll get fucking someone to call 911 then, mom. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh god, this guy makes me feel so gross in my own skin. <laughs> Just so gross. I need to have a shower. Uh, on one occasion, it did work, and Bob walked in on Chris jerking off. <laughs> on the- oh, yeah. internets so the trolls quickly made that interaction into a meme calling bob the internet lumberjack <laughs> i'm cutting it down <laughs> yeah nice uh chris's mom also became a meme among them uh because of her size and the videos of her sleeping on chris's yep i'm on tv dvd um Whenever they were on audio chats with him, they would try to get Chris to bring Barb in so that they could talk to her. And when they wanted Chris to bring Barb in, they would say, summon Snorlax. (laughs) (laughs) And he was cool. Like, my God. My mom's not Snorlax. Mom! (laughs) That was a lot of it. Um, Okay. Julie had actually talked to Bob several times and Bob was very fond of Julie. Um, and Bob is like 80 at this time. They like talked about like music and shit. And I don't know. He liked Julie. Clyde, Clyde Cash, the King Troll would end up in these conversations as well. And he would threaten Julie as he had previously threatened Halo Panda. And Chris, uh, and he told Chris that he would kill her if Chris didn't make a video confessing that he was gay. And for the first time, Chris finally loved something enough to do it. He created a video talking about his homosexuality. However, um, he 
he designed the video to communicate that he was in distress to his like real fans and used the term gabian to describe himself he never said he was gay outright <laughs> i like that um that's that's thinking with your noggin yeah Mm. so uh Clyde refused to accept this video um so Chris released another video this time he did say I'm gay (laughs) (laughs) okay shit (laughs) I changed my mind (laughs) and Julie also convinced Chris that I love you in her native language Mulvonian was actually the German phrase for I am gay and so he frequently said this in videos where he mentioned her. It's so weird logic, man. I, I'm going to pretend I'm gay so the girl likes me. Well, Clyde was like, I'll kill her, just like I did Halo Panda, unless you do this. And he's like, no, I'm in love with Julie. Okay, so uh, Clyde also convinces Chris to destroy his possessions to show Julie that he loves her. And uh, because Julie wants him to, and Julie will choose Clyde if Chris doesn't do this to prove his love to her, uh, he complies, sort of. He starts very small with a vibrator that came free with one of his many purchases from adamandeve.com. He destroyed that on camera and was like, look how much I love you. I ruined this vibrator. (laughs) Fancy. Yeah. You meant business. Clyde is kind of... Like, he's funny. He's an interesting troll. As you'll come to find a lot of the trolls in this are, um, he tries to give Chris, like, actual life advice about not sounding racist, getting a job, becoming independent, cleaning his room, not creeping out women, because he's, he's trying to make Chris improve his own life by threatening that if you don't do these things to improve your own life, Julie's going to get hurt. But there's, like, nothing embarrassing about it. Hmm. No, he's a bad guy, but <laughs> like he's torturing a, an autistic and mentally ill man. Like, yes, yeah, yeah, sure. Maybe he's like sprinkling a little like, oh, all right. Well, listen here, pal. But it, it, no, there's no way around it. Like these. But maybe with maybe it's the opposite. I okay, go. Sorry, Rose. I was just like, like it's it's it, it, it's a mixed bag because like you have you have Chris who is the entity that that he is at the time and he can't help but keep feeding into this and he does and that's a choice he's making and then he doesn't have any kind of support network that's going to try and prevent him from doing that but you know you're not going to take that away what you could what could feasibly have never been there is the people who were fucking picking on him yeah, I guess you know so. what i mean like that oh, like but- if people were like a little bit better this would have happened but But maybe uh, and i don't know this maybe celeste could correct me if i'm wrong because but maybe clyde started with like let's try and help this guy and then he just kept being christian he said fuck it you ever do that like where you try to help someone and then they they continue to be the way they are and you're just like whatever man then you just keep pushing the like now i'm gonna have to like you won't stop now i have to fucking troll him like i can't help myself it's impossible not to Clyde came in as a troll, like a ruthless troll, but I actually think after having okay. all these conversations with him and stuff, he actually started caring about him a little bit. Yeah, I mean, like, he's so inside of it at this point. Like, Maybe that's he felt bad. of your life. Yeah, he had, like, I'm sure he had, like, a semblance of conscience, but it didn't stop him from 
still being an asshole about like you could also <laughs> just stop doing it and walk away from it like that would be the ultimate thing like let's not try to like half ass undo some of it or make up for it in like the weakest ways possible i think uh, it's yeah. sort of manipulating no, see, the other trolls too because he's accountable to these other trolls now for this level yeah. of access and so he's like still kind of being a dick but also using it as opportunities to try to help chris actually be a better person um like uh for like one of the things uh in one of the ambushes from the miscreants this is like where one of them hops on a mumble call and then all of them all of them show up um one of the trolls kept telling chris to kill himself and then clyde fucking snapped and lost it on him and scolded the other troll and he was like chris i don't want you to do that okay like we this is not what we want i promise fuck this other guy don't listen to him so i think he does care a little bit yeah sure i mean like it's it, it doesn't make him a fucking paragon though like, i don't no, think it, sure. yeah. i don't think it does like, but... the bare minimum you can do is yeah i mean i just i just don't agree with painting anybody in this story in a, in a positive light i mean like uh, like it's good that knowledge he had, i was just gonna say it's good he had like limits you know like i'm gonna stop when the kid's trying to kill himself but i don't think that stopped them from doing everything else right <laughs> you know well, yeah, I mean? so, yeah he, he he stopped somebody from bullying him into killing himself thank god for restraint like I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah. at least he can stop himself like people are fucked yeah no these are all like shitty people and like the most pathetic people on yeah. the internet but it's just interesting that their dynamic is human which is what i find interesting about trolls they're like a faceless entity but when you actually focus in on one it's like an actual person with actual feelings and possible regrets and I mean, if you don't acknowledge that as part of the story, it loses one of the dimensions, I think. Oh, yeah, I, I don't. And I don't mean to um, run over it and say that it's not worth noting. Um, I just I just don't think it's uh, it's sane to think any of these guys didn't like they should all fully regret all of this today. Like, <laughs> oh, for sure. And like, I don't think that's something that. I don't think it's so less Like, no, I oh, don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't feel that way either. There's no I letting just, off the hook of these guys. It's just they were yeah. at least fucking people about it. Yeah, he just had that veil lift a little bit. Okay, so also in these same the same period, all these chats on Mumble, um, they also got Chris to confess that he drinks his own jizz from the plastic cup. <laughs> so all that they knew before this was that he jizzed into plastic cups to not make a mess but then he confessed i actually drink it and he calls it recycling it he's like no abandoned babies i swallow them put them right back in my balls i i love that that's the first note that starts this back up again i just <laughs> went so deep on the morals of these guys and the justifications and it was like yeah yeah it's very complex Anyways, they made him drink his own cum. No, they didn't make him. He told them that he does this. Nobody made him do this. Oh, okay. This is something he's always done. He calls it recycling it. It's a way of like, it's like Tesla being celibate. He's like putting it back into himself for whatever reason, yeah. but like yeah. with less self-control than Tesla had. Yeah. Well, until the pigeon came around. Oh, that made my Vegemite toast rise up in my stomach a little bit. Ooh, I'd rather drink Ugh. cum than eat Vegemite. <laughs> that was that was like something someone pretending to be Australian would say. 
Oh boy, that that made me. It, did my koalas go nuts? Uh, um, yeah. So he made a video specifically to talk about how he recycles later. So not only do the trolls know, he has actually acknowledged it to the whole world now that he recycles. In a troll chat, Chris also admitted that he would be interested in a threesome with two men or two women. Uh, trolls used this comment to try to set him on a gay rage again, which they did. Um, in another, he claimed that he had voices in his head that tell him that he's gay. That's called reading, Chris. You're just <laughs> reading it all the time. <laughs> no voice in your head. It's your own voice reading. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, he said, okay, yeah. So anyway, my point in that, he claimed that he had voices in his head that tell him that he's gay. And that one time he listened to them and that he put, he put anal beads up his ass. And he said he wasn't into it and he didn't like that they came out covered in shit. So he didn't do that oh. anymore. <laughs> my God. That's where my poo comes from. <laughs> yeah, that's what's going to happen. This story is so traumatizing. <laughs> There's so much more, though. Just come oh on, God, stay with me. Stay with me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm excited. <gasps> Uh, in one interaction, a new girl was trying to convince Chris to dump Julie for her, and when Chris refused and accidentally called her by the wrong name, uh, this troll told him that she was cutting herself, and then left the conversation telling him that she was going to kill herself. And this is one of the things where I was like, okay, this isn't trolling, this is torture. Oh, is this the moment? This is, <laughs> there's been a lot of things, but you, yeah. you all about like he does it to himself and i don't care how far he did it to yourself at this point that's that's where it gets too far you're making this guy like i don't know i i agree too far with the i'm gonna go kill myself you know he's gonna fucking lose his shit he might go kill himself if you anyways yeah yeah it's you know it's coming he released a video right after where he was crying and praying that she was okay and expressing his guilt for what he'd done to her and begging her to come back and, like, he was genuinely very distressed about this. How long in between, sorry, how long in between this girl pretending to kill herself and the one where they killed off the, the last girlfriend? Like, is he just now devastated after a week of talking to this girl? Has it been months? You know what I mean? Like, he just had another girlfriend die not that long ago. Okay, so fire. he, the bushfire girl dies, and then he's in a relationship with Julie within, like, a couple of weeks. So he wasn't super distressed about that, really. Um, It's weird. He moves on quickly. But this girl, this isn't a girl that he's dating or anything. This is just a random troll that happened to be in the chat that day. Yeah, yeah. And he never interacted with her before. I feel less. I feel less bad. Go kill yourself. You're just just a person that showed up. It's not like he's like attached to this person. Fucking if there's that many people in the chat, how many people would just be like, I went to kill myself? Yeah, well, Chris felt really bad about this for a little while. Um, within the next couple of hours, he released another video uh, apologizing for the homophobic comments that he'd made in the past, saying that he respects the gays and that he is able to be friends with them as long as they don't do gay stuff around him. And so this was probably at the urging of another troll that he was talking to at the time. Um, But he forgot about this other chick pretty quickly. So the miscreants decide to amp it up a little bit. They send Chris an email saying that Julie has been kidnapped and uh, they've taken her to their headquarters. And if he did not come to rescue her in Ohio himself, they would send her to China, 
where they would traffic her and something would happen to her. It's not really clear, but bad things. I just love that it's always the most unbelievable shit. And he's like, yep, the absolute truth. Got it. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. A lot like our buddy, Mark. He's kind of like that. Oh, okay. So um, Chris tells them that he will put his foot down with his mom to give him the money to go save her. But not right now because she's sleeping and it won't be easy because she's jealous of him loving Julie more than her. And he's busy with his aunt's funeral, but he'll be on it pretty soon. I am going to save her, but you just need to, like, just wait a minute. Just hang tight. I'm busy with other things. Mum's asleep. So. That's, that also does, like, raise a question for me. Like, something I ask is, like, how much of this did he, like, know was, was bullshit, but just chose to, thinking. like, believe it anyways? He goes. Okay, he goes. He goes, he goes to Ohio to rescue her, yes. just after a few days but he's recording it the whole time he's making content the whole time yeah right well this this is what he said in a chat that was recorded by the trolls he doesn't film anything in between this and when he goes to rescue her because he is actually busy with his aunt's funeral and stuff but this is what we know through the trolls good looking out Celeste Chris Chan's back on that one. No, his yes. aunt really is. <laughs> well, she is. She actually died. So. Aww. Okay, so yeah, it's a few days before Chris actually goes to Ohio. In those few days, uh, Bob checks the mail to find a postcard featuring a still shot of Chris from the video where he has sex with his uh, sex doll. <laughs> and Bob oh. took away his video recording equipment. Oh. Uh. So what? So he could have it? You know what I mean? Oh, what kind of footage you got on here? Because I don't think he's normal either. No, no. You got the good stuff, do you? The pat. I'm thinking he's enjoyed the getting the picture, and he wanted mm-hmm. more, so he took away his stuff. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm joking. <laughs> okay, so after his aunt's funeral, uh, Chris gets in his car and he makes the drive to Cleveland, Ohio. And uh, when he arrived at the address, it belonged to an elderly woman and Julie was not there and they just brought some random old lady into their troll and it was not cool of them. Oh, that's so mean. It is mean. So uh, Chris returned to Rutgersville the same day. Uh, When he returned, the miscreants had gained access to his new website and his PSP and they locked him out of those as well. Now, they gave him the choice to either free Julie or um, get access back to the website and the PSP. Like, he tried his damnedest to get both. But he did ultimately end up choosing Julie. Now, this part, honestly, is very distressing to me. And watching it and stuff was very difficult. But um, a very, very obviously 13-year-old new ringleader showed up for this this negotiation. Uh, His online name was Blue Spike and the other trolls called him Max. So Max fucked with Chris for ages during this encounter, calling him a bitch, telling him the only way to get Julie and his PSB back would be to suck a dude's dick. Um, Max also just made Chris say random shit that they think is funny, like the N-word. He dropped some Napoleon bombs. And this actual child 
forced Chris to shove his Sonichu medallion up his ass on camera and then mocked him for having to make it smaller with kid scissors because he's autistic. And Chris does this all live on video for the trolls, like streak marks in his undies from his incontinence. And finally, when the medallion is firmly all the way up Chris's ass, one of the trolls had enough. They were like, Max, stop this shit now. And Max doubles down. Max tells Chris that you, if you wash your hands, I'll kill Julie. And so if he wants Julie and the uh, PSP back, he will have to burn his house down, is what he tells him. And so that's when the trolls are like, okay, that's enough. That's enough. We're not doing this anymore. End this shit. And Max agrees. He's like, fine. Okay, I'll end it. And then he calls Julie onto the mic. And Julie talks to Chris. And she says, I have something really important to tell you, Chris. And he says... This whole time, you've been having sex with a 13-year-old boy, you sick fuck. He had no idea. And he had no idea how to respond to this or where to go from here. And he's, like, facing, like, 20 trolls in this chat. And then Max threatens that he's going to report Chris to Chris Hansen the, to catch a pedophile or whatever the fuck it's called. And so Chris starts defending himself. He's like, I didn't know that you were 13. I didn't know any of this. And then um, Max basically says, unless you send me the video that you have of you shoving this medallion up your ass, I'm going to report you for being a pedophile. Chris basically cuts in and he's like, you know what? Uh, It's time for me to start learning from my mistakes. I think it's time for me to just go outside. Well, that's a that's a cautionary tale to the young ones out there. Don't send any nudes ever. Don't ever do that. Yeah. Could be a 13 well, year old kid. <laughs> let's, but let's marinate on, on, on blue spike for a moment, because that, that's honestly like the most incredible part. Like that's one of the highlights of this whole saga for me is that uh, a, a, a child, like a thought it would be funny to troll an adult man through the actual trouble of having definite phone sex with him. Yeah. And being like, LMAO, this is so funny. Like, and engaging in what is basically cyber sex with this man, but being like, got you, bro. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I wouldn't find that funny if someone was like, oh, yeah, I've been having phone sex with this guy for like months to like make fun of him. I'd be like, how is that making fun of him if you're actually engaging in the <laughs> actions? Like, you're getting enjoyment out of this also. You're having gay phone sex with this guy. Yeah, it's like sucking a dick and being like, you're gay because someone's yeah. sucking your dick. You yeah. I mean? that, and and that's what, like because this is like that's like one of like the tent poles for me. Just like that's just one of the most absurdly stupid things that you like, and it's just like peak trolling of like you know, neckbeard basement dweller type shit, where it's just like you are a fucking moron. Yeah, I I'm yeah. It's confusing. Plus, they're children. I'm sorry. A 13-year-old, you don't make good decisions. Uh, no, totally. I mean, I don't think this person's ever... Like, I don't know if they ever... Anybody even knows who they are. Thank God. Yeah. I, well, no, I mean, I hope they do. Like, I want, like, that person to... I, I bet that person wakes up in cold sweats waiting 
because it's it's been what like 12 years or something <laughs> you know they're working at a warehouse job just hoping they don't get fucking canceled from their minimum wage amazon <laughs> yeah anyway that really distressed me that whole thing just like listening to it and listening to the confusion and the like fear and the reluctance and it it was sexual assault is what it was yeah absolutely can a 13 year old sexually assault an adult i think in this way they can really oh for sure no shouldn't it before an adult goes on the internet and starts sending dick pics around shouldn't they know who they're communicating with for sure yeah, but there's that, that's you being irresponsible with your cock with 13. He's disabled though. I think that's a really important aspect. Chris isn't an adult. Yeah, like that's you can be still yeah. be a sexual assaulter being a handicapped person. Sorry. You don't get away with it because you're handicapped. But but you have to look at the power dynamic to figure out who was actually the abuser in this. I'm not gonna pretend like it isn't like a weird gray thing, but mm-hmm. the the 13 year old who is is also a minor and isn't capable of making good choices. That's not like an innocent choice you make though. Like there are 13 year olds who have psychosis or who have, you know, personality disorders that cause them to do things that hurt people for their own enjoyment. And in that situation, he knows what he's doing. Do you know what I mean? And taking advantage of a disabled man. It's the same thing as if like you saw a 13 year old push a dude out of his wheelchair on the street who's in who's in power in that situation do you know what i mean uh, it's, it's it's tantamount but the, the guy in the wheelchair is not doing anything wrong to begin with already no but even if he's like cussing at the kid or whatever i mean if you're throwing your dick around the internet and a 13 year old sees it you're in trouble i don't care what the situation is right that you're throwing your dick around there's a big problem there and i i'm sorry that this 13 year old was a piece of shit but he is not the adult who should be like, yeah, yes, he should be doing things, but the adult should be keeping his dick in his pants or his medallion around his neck. Right. I'm, but I'm also, I'm not saying that Chris shouldn't face consequences for something like that. Yeah. However, I'm also saying that, that regardless of age in that situation, that person should face consequences as well. I'm just saying it's not sexual assault. I don't that, think it is. He's putting his dick out into the public realm. He is doing it. That 13-year-old, if someone, if a 13-year-old tells me Hold to put on. my dick out on the internet, I go, no. What part I'm... do you think that I'm talking about being sexual assault? The the kid telling the guy to, uh, or are you talking about, I thought you were saying since he made him do sex acts, a kid sexually assaulting uh, Christian. That's what I thought you were saying. He made him shove something up his asshole, Rich. That's the only part that I'm talking <laughs> about. Yes, that's the only part is that he blackmailed slash coerced another person into violating themselves in that way so it is it is equivalent in my opinion to sexual assault regardless of the age and you can't say that 13 year olds can't sexually assault someone of course they can no no but and a fucking pure-born adult is what i'm saying yes of course but let me assault. let me frame it this it, so like i think from richard's perspective he's kind of saying it like it would be like if uh, an adult wasn't wearing their pants in a room with a 13 year old you know what I mean like and then that 13 year old decides to assault that adult like who is in the wrong there because that adult shouldn't not be wearing their you know what I mean like the context is everything so I get where you're coming from like you shouldn't be exposing yourself in a situation like that but 
you also <laughs> shouldn't be of the of the mind to be like, I'm going to escalate this. You know what I mean? I, 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 nobody's nobody's okay with this. Everyone's all fucked yeah. with this. I'm just saying that, like, it may be it may be obviously that Chris did something wrong in this case where he didn't verify that this person was over 18 or whatever. That's what you know, I, all I you think can that's... do is just say, "Are you over 18?" And then she's gonna say, "Yeah, I'm 25." Well, that's it is what it is. You you know, but in this case, I think the most important thing is that. Chris didn't use blackmail or coercion as a means to show his dick to these people. They used blackmail and coercion as a means to make him shove his medallion up his ass. That's why I think that, yeah, you know what? You can prosecute this kid for it, but it is sexual assault. They knew what they were doing. I don't know. At a certain point, I think parents and fucking responsible adults should be held accountable for like what your kids are doing on the internet. You know, that's kind of where I was going with this thing. Like the parents of this 13 year old, how is this happening how is how are you anyways i i guess i just you're 13 yeah no i mean you can get into all kinds of weeds on it i mean like that's why i think it's you know i've been focusing that on chris like you know like what cocktail of environment and internal issues fosters that type of personality to come out and and the actions and the choices that he makes same thing could be said about any, you know, antisocial individual that does that kind of shit on the internet, including fucking Blue Spike. It's complicated. It's more complicated than like, well, sure, it's sexual assault. I just feel like, like, fuck, Christian should be shoving shit up his ass on the internet. And like, 13 year olds can tell you to do whatever you want all day long on the internet. And if you yeah. do it, when do, when, when does like, like, it's like, what's that girl that may, talked her boyfriend into committing suicide on the phone? Like, it's just hard for me to pick who the fucking real bad guy is in that situation. Yes, of course, they're both bad guys. But like who caused what? Where would this have stopped? Was it the kids making him do that? Or if he just would have been like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be shoving medallions up my ass. I don't know who these people are. Yeah, no, but I don't I don't I, I think like then you get into like nitpicking, like what does more harm? Because they were laughing and thinking it was hilarious. Well, you know, like he is driven by whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's hard. I'm just saying, I'm just bringing it up. I, I, I'm both, I'm willing to be on both sides of this, honestly. It's just something to think about, that's all. Yeah, except for the fact that you said definitively a 13-year-old can't sexually assault. Someone. Well, I, I don't, I asked, <laughs> actually, I did not say that. I said, can a 13-year-old sexually assault an adult? That was my question, because I don't really see how that works. But if you don't know it's a 13-year-old, I guess you can. I just... Absolutely. I could probably pull up uh, uh, web pages upon web pages of that happening. I mean, just look at like, cause you can just regular assault adults. I mean, that that's something that happens routinely in schools today with teachers and everything. I mean, it's yeah, not, I guess, I guess so. I'm just trying to like, it's the internet, man. It's uh, you, like, it's not like you're in the same room. That makes sense. Like you can definitely sexually assault someone if you're, but you're telling someone to do so. You should not be throwing your cock around or you're shoving shit up your ass on a live Agreed. stream. That's just what I'm saying. That's where I'm Agreed. at. I'm, and, and I think yeah. I'm just saying that victims can be victimizers and victimizers can also be victims. It's just, yeah. it's a gray world. It's not. Yeah. No, no, for sure. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm willing to be on both sides of this. Just, I just want to think about it. I'm not just going to go like the kids are the super douchebags like fuck man okay well i think for any listeners who are also torn on this debate i think a good place to start is by actually watching it and listening to it because you'll 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 hear that chris he's not in his right mind in this situation at all he has no understanding he's completely confused he's 
he functions so poorly as a person. His his reasoning skills, I my seven-year-old has better reasoning skills than he has. He's very disabled. Yeah, he needed like serious therapy throughout his life. I mean, you're talking about somebody who couldn't hold down a part-time job at Wendy's. <laughs> That's true. And I always, I always forget that nowadays it's a lot different. Like it's 10 years ago. I know it doesn't sound like lots, but for the internet, it's a shit ton of time. Um, right. Yeah. Because like I can monitor my kids easily what they're fucking doing all day long on the internet. I know exactly. But what you, doing. you have to care enough and to make that choice to do that as a parent. That's true. So uh, Chris has left the chat um, a few days later. He posts a new video. This poor sad man where he quells the concerns of his fans. Thank God. Um, not about him being a pedophile. Okay. <laughs> but uh, because of one of the things that Max made him say while he was torturing him, which was that the new mayor of Quickville was Billy Mays. And Chris wanted to assure the fans that Chris Chan was still mayor of Quickville. <laughs> so like very weird fucking priorities. That's a turn. What are you talking about? Weird. What are you going to have everybody going around believing that you're not in charge of your own shit? <laughs> I'll be goddamn. I will die on the fucking hip. If somebody tries to say that I'm not in charge of my own animal crossing town, I'm going to put everything aside. Me being a pedophile, <laughs> me shoving something up my ass on camera, whatever my dad's banging on my door about again. Okay. The important things are who's in charge of my animal crossing town and then everything else. All right. So in Chris's next mumble chat, the girl who threatened to kill herself returned and uh, Chris tried to start a conversation with her. And now that he's no longer with Julie, he's like, hey, remember how like hot you thought I was and stuff? And she was like, buddy, I'm just a troll. You're disgusting. Um, However, I did want to tell you that uh, I had actually I've met another troll in this uh, in this group. Thanks to you. And we're now madly in love. Oh, And then she openly uh, mocked him because she found the thing that he could never have because he was trying so hard to get it. Ugh. Just, you gain nothing. Like, I don't... They just don't want to let up on him. Well, that's... And that's just a fucking problem with the internet because, like, I'm I'm not going to sit here in, like, on a high horse and pretend, like, I haven't, like, considered hurting someone who annoys me that much to that level. Do you know what I mean? Like... It crosses your mind that call of the void or whatever, but like just having a screen in front of you just takes away any of the inhibition. So after this, uh, this whole new trauma, and I'm not exactly sure why, uh, his, his newfound acceptance of the homosexuals vanishes. And uh, he instead starts reading the Bible in his videos to condemn them. <laughs> is he doing like because stone cold said so like is he reading austin 316 like is he reading a specific passage all the time <laughs> or is he being like a, a televangelist preacher like no he's literally just like sitting in a chair like reading oh. passages from the bible that like oh. condemn homosexuals mm. oh darling mm. yeah so i don't know what the deal with that was he also vows to stop talking to women on the internet and instead uh, picking up his love quest, love quest back uh, in his little town. <laughs> and uh, he does end up being asked on a date by a local woman named Emily, uh, who was a troll in the group, of course, unbeknownst to him. Oh, man. Chris ended up getting nervous and leaving before they were supposed to meet for the first date. And he sent her a recorded video apology afterwards. 
How did you not see it coming? Um, I don't know. He's. I'm trying to get you to do it again. He is. He doesn't understand anything. He's so helpless. He's like such a helpless little idiot. And he's also a dick. Yeah. Yeah. He's got like, again, he's got no one, no one there to, to look out for him. Cause I mean, like you, he's obviously like a very malleable person, you know, just got bribed by a kid to tell him he's a pedophile to the police. And he goes all in again on a troll. Like at a certain point, man, you gotta be like, is, are you 13? Let's ask some questions from before 2000, like 1995 questions. Let's see what you know. Like, <laughs> but break it down. Like, what happens when he starts to 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 second guess any of that stuff? It, you know, it it's going to stall, you know, any of the actual drama from happening because I think prior to it being like fully illegal stuff, you know, he's he's thrilled with the attention. Like, it's mm. fair enough. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Off that, yeah, it's clicks and shit. I get it. He just wants to be loved. He just wants to find his sweetheart. Yeah, he just wants to get like a barrel of strawberries and just down those bad boys and uh, Mm -hmm. see where the night takes him. Why don't you just like turn your internet off and go like spend some quality time with your mom and dad? He does not have those coping tools for all of the reasons that (laughs) established. He needs to go on a TV show like he needed to go on a TV show like Dating on the Spectrum. Have you guys seen that? Oh, I love that show. That's that's the type of thing he needed to do, where he could find a like-minded young lady that he could build Sonichu's universe with. I don't know, man. I haven't watched. I mean, I watched some of Love on the Spectrum, but I watched the Undateables, and it was always constant. The completely physically normal-looking people with autism had so much more trouble finding a match than the people who were like who had physical disabilities Mm -hmm. or like who were physically deformed in some way because it's so much more important how you are as a person than how you look and he's just I don't know repellent as a person but but the thing that love on the spectrum does that I think that is what everybody in 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 chris's situation needs is you know the the um you know just like support uh and 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 just like you know honesty and just this this constant like you know uh level of of you know coaching that 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 helps you to figure out like okay things are harder for you because you don't have the same innate reactions or decision making that it seems like 99% of everybody else does. So you just have to navigate this world like that. He had none of that, none of that. (laughs) And I think had he gotten access to those things at a younger age and didn't have total fuck off jerkwad parents, things would have been different for him. I'll stop. I sound like a broken record on it now, but no, 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 you, you're right. Like if he, if he had more people in his life that were, that could help him, to actually understand mm-hmm. things on his level and to kind of it's it's like on on the show this this autistic guy is like I'm gonna marry a supermodel and okay. we're gonna have seven thousand babies and so he was introduced to this therapist that was like okay that's a lovely idea 
but let's look at it from this perspective and maybe find someone that's a little bit more, you know, that you can you can get along with better and talk to better. And, you know, he ended up dating a couple of girls that he really liked and that mm-hmm. actually really liked him. And it was because <laughs> the therapist helped him to bring his expectations to a level that was more capable for his brain. So, <laughs> right. Yeah, but Chris definitely did not have that in his life at all. No, yeah, and like so much of that, like that that rhetoric that he spouts, like the all the homophobic stuff, like you know, you absolutely know, ninety percent of that is just like probably like offhanded shit Bob said, like in the kitchen mm. some mornings, you know, about or what even even his mom being in agreement, and he's just absorbing all this like homophobia and racism and all that stuff, and then it just yeah. gets regurgitated because it's all he knows, you know. I don't know. I I don't like feel bad for him in the sense where it's like, oh, he's a he's an innocent victim, but it just it totally tracks. Okay. Do you guys remember when I mentioned the um anti-troll? Uh yeah, I, I think so. I don't. Okay, so basically he's this guy who would like make Chris Chan sort of style videos. And he reached out to Chris Chan to basically be like, I stand up against bullies um, for people like you. I, I hate trolling. This is just another troll, however. So this is like somebody that he's gotten to know quite well. Um, so this man, Robert, came to Chris's town and attended church with Chris's family. Um, so Robert comes into church with a recording device and he records all of their interactions. Um, so the recording wasn't that interesting. Basically, all of it was just Robert talking to Bob because Bob just gets up in everybody's business all the time and just loves to talk. And Chris is awkward. So he said almost nothing the whole time. So Bob out talks him? So much. That's fantastic. Well, you'll see that later when Bob also accompanies Chris on one of his dates. Oh, <laughs> that's incredible. Come on, Bob. <laughs> Okay, so uh, after this, Chris receives a call from a woman named Ivy, and this woman tried to get Chris to shout her friend out in one of uh, his videos, and Chris did, and he said um, for no reason that if things didn't work out with Emily, he would consider Ivy for his sweetheart, and he said this for no reason. Um, Emily is the chick that's actually from his town, and they were supposed to go on a date, but then he got cold feet. So, um, but yeah, anyway, like things are already working out. He's just like, he's a fucking ding dong. He loves to act like women fight over him. Yeah. I've noticed. <laughs> he's a big prize. He's the supreme gentleman. He's like Elliot Roger. Uh, anybody, anybody who eats that many strawberries is obviously thinking about women first. <laughs> All right. Okay. Emily showed up for their second date and she also brought with her two other trolls one to observe and one to audio record. And like I mentioned, Chris brought his father on the date. Oh God. Um, so they started the date by taking a photo together. And uh, as Bob often does, he started reminiscing about his youth, like a senile old fool and making things extremely boring unless you're an engineer for several minutes. And he also tells Emily that Chris is bad with money and relies on his parents a lot. And uh, that is of course what every girl wants to hear on a first date. <laughs> And Chris says very little. 
So Bob did briefly leave the table in the food court where Chris and Emily exchanged a few words and Chris tried to make a move on her, asking to put his hand on her shoulder. She said, okay, but not for too long. And he flirts with her and she, and he asks her if she likes his Axe body spray. <laughs> and Chris was very into Axe body spray yes. to the commercials of women flocking to the guy who wears the Axe body spray. In one of the issues of Sonichu, he put like an ad for Axe body spray and he said it was so good you don't even need to bathe. Oh, okay. <laughs> so now we're understanding where, <laughs> where the smell comes from. Now I know what his hair smells like. Tiger fang and fucking B.O. That's perfect. <laughs> Hot. <laughs> Locker room sexual assault. Chris actually did stop using Axe body spray after he discovered that gay men use Axe body spray as well. And he uh, made a video and wrote a very strongly worded letter to inform the gays that you're not supposed to use this because it's supposed to make women flock to you, um, not dudes. Uh, so he's like, the gays have ruined Axe body spray and I shall never use it well, again. Maybe, maybe he was just looking out for them. Like, no, you don't understand what it'll do. You yeah. <laughs> really believed in the power of Axe. He did. Oh, the commercials, man. As if you believe, like, wow, I wonder what other commercials you believe. Like, I wonder if tricks are for kids, silly rabbit. Don't, don't fuck around with that. You know that's true. <laughs> Chris and Emily took a very brief walk around the mall together. And uh, suddenly, out of nowhere, appears a man in a pickle costume. I was not expecting that. Do you guys remember the pickle thing? Chris hates pickles. Oh, yeah, oh for sure. yes. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this pickle man approaches the two and tries to get Emily to leave and go see a movie with him. And Chris gets defensive about the pickle suit. And the pickle man's like, chill the fuck out, man. I have no idea who you are. Like, I'm just just getting off work at the pickle store. And uh, so Emily agrees to go and see Watchmen with the pickle man and the two part ways. And Chris tries to kiss her on the cheek before she leaves. And she says, no, thank you. Oh. Um, so, yeah, anyway, he like sort of goes on about the pickle man for like quite a long time after this. It's not that really like interesting, but he's he believes the conspiracy of the pickle man. Okay, so when Chris gets home from his date, he finds okay. out that while he was gone, Clyde sent prostitutes to his house and his father had to call the police to have them removed. Uh, Clyde later told Chris that he was trying to help him, he was trying to help him stop being a virgin with rage. Always, always looking out for him, that, that Clyde. Nice. Thanks, Clyde. Yeah. Well, you're right, Celeste. He's looking out for him, for sure. He paid for those hookers, probably. He can't just send hookers to houses without down payment. So he put a lot of money into those hookers. I will say this isn't chronological. This is over the entire course of like the four years that he talked with Clyde. He started trying to help him. I gotcha. All right. So the next day, Emily calls Chris and confronts him about trying to touch her and kiss her and told him that the pickle man was a perfect gentleman. And that he had introduced her to Clyde, who rehabilitates all the women that Chris had mistreated in the past. And she warns him to treat women with more respect on a first date if he doesn't want the pickle man taking all of his women to Clyde. All right, so this is the end of Emily. Chris soon falls in love with Ivy. 
and he professes his love for her all over the internet and he taped her caricature over one of his sex doll's face and kisses it obnoxiously in several videos. Is this Pickle Man like, sorry, I'm thinking about the Pickle Man. Is there like videos? Like, is he an industry? Is there all these trolls just coming by and like figuring out ways to, and then they get like a million views because they're making fun of Chris Chan? No. There's no, so they just did that for fun. Yes. There is absolutely nothing they're gaining from this. Wow. My God. Like uh, you lost an afternoon. You wasted your time. Yep. For attention from other shitty people. I guess so. Now he's got now they're on Ivy, who's probably just Emily again. Yes, well, uh, it's not. It's not actually. <laughs> Emily does come back up, but let's find out how Ivy okay. is going to torture Chris. Ivy had Chris record a cover of him singing uh, "I Need a Hero," and uh, Chris asked if he could cover the Shrek Two version, and she was like, "No, it has to be the Bonnie Tyler version." Of course. So he creates a video of him singing along, shredding on his guitar hero guitar. Oh. Uh, spliced in with clips of uh, a Sonichu like mini comic that he created where he saves Ivy from getting hit by a train. All right, hold on. Oh, is, is anyone feeling like it's a bit ridiculous that he didn't get some pussy by now? Right from the beginning, man. I know, like the guitar hero guitar is selling me. Like I'm, I'm a right? little bit more interested now. Yeah, for sure. He's been using Axe body spray. He should have been fucked That's, years yeah. ago. Ivy also uh, got Chris to record a video tour of his house for the trolls. And uh, this gave the trolls a more detailed glimpse into the real filth and hoarding conditions in which he lived. Yeah, I don't know. Ivy got Chris to record another video um, at her request where he educated her cousin uh, about the dangers of holding in your farts. Um, a lot of it was him reading off an internet printout, but at one point, uh, he says my favorite thing ever, my favorite celebrity quote, quote of all time, all I know is fart. And I wish that was my senior yearbook quote instead of whatever Latin bullshit I put thinking I was an intellectual. I, when I was a kid, we tricked one of my friends out of sleepover over at my house that if you ate a bunch of x lax and didn't eat, you'd have big farts. So we ate a bunch of x lax It was bad news. I bet. Um, oh, Richard, <laughs> you're a horrible human being. <laughs> Settle down, Blue Spike. We're yeah. watching. We're watching Chris Chan right now. I think whatever I did is pretty fucking. Terrible. I mean, it's it's actually just kind of like slightly the inverse because Blue Spike made him put something up his ass. You. Yeah. <laughs> Richard's helping people expel things. <laughs> I'm only 13. I can't be held responsible. <laughs> That's right. he did no wrong okay uh he rounds out the video by singing i like farts from the tv show family guy while jamming on his guitar hero guitar oh yes he also sends ivy a video to prove to her that his semen tastes like strawberries when he eats a lot of strawberries now this video in no way proves that and that is not something that you can prove over video chris you moron Um, But either way, he jerks off on cam and then he pours Fanta into a cup with his jizz and he drinks that on camera, which was shortly after leaked. And he blamed that interference once again on internet trolls, not Ivy being a troll. All that matters is he has that proof that it tastes like strawberries. Wasn't even, it was orange Fanta. Yeah, and then he turned it into strawberry orange Fanta. Like, what's wrong with him? Don't they know you're supposed to mix it with, with Sprite? Jesus. 
Like mix in vodka and uh, and Coke, you know, do it. Yum. Mm. Oh, by the way, um, my mom was watching this documentary at the same time as me because I was fascinated by it and I needed to talk to somebody about it. And she messaged me about this part. And I was able to recall from the time that I was on RJ's podcast about the, uh, the oh, Matrix yeah, cookbook don't, or whatever yeah, the fuck. Don't, yeah, I'm, you don't know. Uh, never mind. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and Yeah. I taught my mom about that. So thank you for that, RJ. Yep. Yeah. I, that thought occurred to me and I was like, I'm not going to say anything because I'm not positive that that's the one that Celeste was on. Um, that was me. I don't, I do not even want to know what that is. And I'm I, not even, no. There's, there is, um, no, I'm not going to say his name, but. No, I, I can, I can just a, guess. Yeah, no, <laughs> there was a comedian that I knew. Um, and, uh, and I use that term uh, loosely. Uh, we were, <laughs> We're going to Scranton for a show. And I didn't mind you. I didn't even want to carpool with this guy. It was offered by the booker, which is one of the most heinous things you can do as a booker is say, Hey, I'm, do you want to do this show? And I say, yes. And he says, cool. I also have so-and-so on it. You guys can carpool without ever checking if like you're cool with that dude or like even want that at all. So I looped my buddy and who wasn't even on the show i was like you got to come and be a buffer for this because i can't take it <laughs> long story short we're we're on the way there and uh and and he's in the back seat and he's doing this thing where like he's not even in the back seat he's like fully leaned up in oh, between the seats and is like talking to both of us like it just way too and honestly the best parallel i can give for this guy is chris chan type like that's that's the level he was on and um he starts going on like i don't know where it came up i think we were like abdul and i were just riffing and somehow come eating came up and he's like i just i'm 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 always curious to to try one of those recipes in in nature's cookbook or nature's harvest or whatever and i was like oh um what's that and he goes into like explaining it without actually explaining it. And I was like, is, I'm sorry, it's recipes with semen. And he's like, yeah, like your own. And I was like, okay, no, why would you be interested in that? Nobody eats their own semen. He's like, well, you know, I was like, excuse me, (laughs) please tell me this is a bit. And then, and my friend, uh, Abdul, who has no filter, he's like, did you just say you eat your own cum? And I was like, nope, it's a bit. We're going to put it down. This didn't actually happen. He's just <laughs> running a bit. And he starts going, no, no, and defending it. And <laughs> it was oh. one of the most uncomfortable interactions. And, and to give you a little bit of perspective, from Syracuse to Scranton is two hours. He instigated this conversation about 30 minutes into the drive. So there was a whole hour and a half there, the show, and then the way back to sit with this and i've never seen somebody get more pissed at like for one of the most incomprehensible reasons than this guy like he had some shit going on and uh the the key point to uh celeste bringing that up is um again my friend abdul who is also on the podcast no filter just immediately doxed him on the podcast like (laughs) 
<laughs> just without skipping a beat. So I had to go in and fix that bad boy. But um, yeah, so that was the retrospect version. But I was going to say originally, yeah, I knew someone like that. Uh, yeah, it's it's called Natural Harvest, a collection of semen-based recipes. Um, here's the byline. Semen is not only nutritious, but also has a wonderful texture and amazing cooking properties. Like fine wine and cheeses, the taste of semen is complex and dynamic. Semen is inexpensive to produce, and it's commonly available in many, if not most, homes and restaurants. I'm not going to read the rest, but that's literally what the byline says. <laughs> My God. The Kindle version's free right now, everyone. Uh, oh, check awesome. <laughs> Well, nobody do any dinner parties with Richard for <laughs> at least the next six months. Where's my pencils? Uh, I think you mean your harvesters. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, I, yes, my mom was like, what is this drinking? Your I was like, there's a cookbook I learned on Play oh. With Yourself podcast, mother. Wow. Yeah, that, there goes the legacy of that podcast. <laughs> That's all it is. It imparted that wisdom. All right. Enough about what Chris uh, releases from his body and then puts back into it. A lot of the videos at this time were videos of just him screaming at the camera. Um, and these are like some of the more popular of the Chris Chan videos. They like the ones where he just screams. Um, in them, he addresses the trolls. He utters threats about beating people up. And then he knows people in the FBI and he's going to call the FBI and the police and get them all arrested for cyberbullying. Um, and he targets Clyde in these videos, the leader of the miscreants. Uh, he targets Vivian G, which was just, uh, I don't even think I ended up keeping it in the final draft. Um, she was a cousin of Clyde, basically. He created, she created a Sonic animated series online and she makes money from it. Uh, Greg Mays, who is also Clyde and Liquid Chris, who we will get into soon. So um, a lot of these videos aren't even just yelling or talking at all. A lot of them are just him making loud noises, punching the camera over, throwing things. Uh, in many of them, he has no shirt on. In some of them, he has no clothes on at all. Uh, man titties and bent dick flapping in the wind. Imagine he, had, imagine he was around now, the TikTok he would have. Oh, it'd be mm -hmm. so good. <laughs> it'd be so good. Well, if he was around now, he'd actually be making money. That's true. Yeah. As famous as he was on YouTube, this is before the, um, the what's it called? The partnership program? The yeah. YouTube partners? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think actually that would have, uh, I don't think he could have existed today. Uh, oh, they would have taken all of his shit yeah, down immediately. I mean, this is, yeah. this is such a product of that wild west of the internet that was closing in. It's like, it was like 1905, like fucking, you know, wyoming or whatever like the the government's coming man like this was the last hurrah yeah yeah okay in april of 2009 encyclopedia dramatica announced that they were removing the chris chan site with a post stating that they deeply regretted any harm they caused to chris um, now I will mention this was in fact April 1st of 2009 <laughs> and it was an April Fool's Day prank of orchestrated by the site owner. Of course it was. Uh, Chris fell for another troll um, beyond Ivy. This was at the same time as Ivy. 
Um, when he believed that Vanessa Hudgens was messaging him <laughs> through a man, Chris knew worked in Hollywood and she wanted an audition tape so she could get him into her movie. Oh, yes. Okay. To, uh, for uh, Vanessa Hudgens' eyes only. This is an audition of uh, some romance and anger and a little bit of a sing-along. Oh, it's a jolly holiday with Ivy. Ivy makes your heart so light. When the sky is gray and ordinary, Ivy makes the sun shine. Oh, happiness is blurring all around her. A daffodils are smiling at the dove. When Ivy holds my hand, I feel so grand. My heart starts beating like a big brass band. Get behind me, Ivy. I'll protect you from that murderous scoundrel, Clyde Cash. Take this. Come on, you want some of this? You want some of this, Clyde? Leave us alone. Leave us alone, you murderous thing. Sing your hammer. There you go. That's my. That's basically good enough audition. I hope. So, thank you. I'll see you soon, Vanessa. Peace and love. Wow. Yeah, that's how that works. Just so everyone knows, you just gotta fucking be an idiot on the internet, and then you'll eventually get a movie deal. Mm-hmm. A, yeah. a quasi celebrity will f- follow you, try find you. They'll ask for an audition tape, whatever you want. Just yell on the screen. And you'll get the movie, I'm sure of it. Yeah, absolutely. Chris and Vanessa Hudgens exchanged more messages and ended up having very awkward cyber sex. So Chris tried to stay true to Ivy at first, but finally admitted that he was hard after the troll pretending to be Vanessa Hudgens wouldn't stop talking about her tits in his mouth. And uh, during the cyber sex, Chris pretended to be a dog on a leash the whole time. How do you... Roar, roar, roar. Like, what is he doing to be a dog? (laughs) 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 Vanessa Hudgens also convinced Chris to send her a video of him dancing naked in the bathtub, pretending that he's dancing with a girl. So he was ballroom dancing naked in his filthy bathtub. Okay, uh, he did go to meet up with her on a, on a university campus, and he claims that he saw her there, but she couldn't hear him when he called her name. Yes. He couldn't, she couldn't hear him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, Vanessa Hudgens is notoriously hard of hearing, so. <laughs> did he not think about going closer, maybe? I, I guess she was just walking away too fast, and those pudgy legs just couldn't keep up. Oh. All right, so um, after she stands him up, she kind of disappears and Chris confesses to Ivy. And Ivy's like, I'm cool with that, but as uh, like punishment, you have to send me a video of you spanking yourself to punish oh. yourself for your infidelity. And I also want another video where you're wearing a diaper. He sends them, obviously. And he also sent her an apology video where he kisses his Ivy sex doll. And another one where he reads about adultery in the Bible 
and then said when he was coming for Vanessa, he was screaming Ivy's name. This guy's a sucker for this shit. Like, I don't get it. There's got to be a time when you just catch on. Guess not. Let's see. After this, Chris made his second Christian and the Hedgehog Boys album. Uh, this time it's dedicated to Ivy. He's singing songs about her over popular songs, including Sexy Back and Like a Virgin. Nice. And he uses this album to score his marriage proposal to Ivy, which he films and uploads to YouTube, along with a comic panel he drew of her accepting and uh, accepting the proposal, them getting married, and uh, Chris and Ivy's wedding and their wedding night where they have sex for the first time. Now, notably about this, his dick was drawn by tracing his actual dick on the page and then <laughs> filling it with color after. Oh, my God. This is going to be realistic, guys. <laughs> I even got the veins right perfect after. What a fucking... That's hilarious. So uh, their engagement was eventually called off um, after one of the Chris, uh, one of the trolls sold Chris a PSP for a stupid amount of money, claiming that it was special somehow. And she was like, you know what? You are too dumb and you're never going to be able to support me financially. Yeah, this this PSP will make you win dance battles. Um, <laughs> so after he got like royally screwed on this PSP, his parents went to the police and insisted that they investigate all of the people that Chris had been in contact with online, and that included Ivy. Um, Chris was inconsolable. He called her constantly. He tried to get money from his parents to go visit her, but his parents told him that they knew he had been stealing cash from them and using their credit cards online. And um, apparently Barb told Chris that she was going to kill herself because she can't handle Chris being a thief and the new involvement of the police in his life. So yeah, Barb is like very toxic. She does. She pulls these weird like clingy power moves all the time. Uh, over the next few months, the trolling is pretty minimal, mostly just releasing his old content. Um, he did end up meeting a gal pal named Kim, and Kim was actually the exact same troll as Emily, but due to his facial blindness, he didn't recognize her to be the same troll. So Kim and a male friend, a male troll, took Chris out and recorded him drinking alcohol, something that he'd been vocally against his whole life, and singing karaoke. And the karaoke song that he chose was his Virgin with Rage song in actual public. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Karaoke's never flattering, but like I can imagine him, it's like even worse. I never want to hear you say I have a boyfriend. <laughs> so oh. good. Okay, so uh, the trolls actually ended up uh, arranging a real date. Now, this was a joke date between a disabled man and an equally as disabled woman, and they were trolling both of them, but it was a real date between the two. They didn't know. Um, she said that uh, she actually liked him at first, but then Chris got drunk and wouldn't stop touching her, so she said that she didn't want to go out again. Mm. All right. Uh, Chris released a notable hate song about homosexuals that caused a bit of a stir after this. It was a cover of Don't Trust Any Napoleons over there from the TV show The Boondocks. And it was about not trusting homos. Oh. 
uh and he then apologized for it yeah it's it's all gonna do shit like that if you could just say sorry after absolutely yeah he said sorry no offense yeah you can do whatever you want as long as you apologize no offense i i I didn't say full offense i said no offense relax (laughs) um Let's see. Max tried to make a comeback at this time. Uh, he tried to pose as a girl named Azul, um, who was friends with Kim. And uh, Chris, I don't know. He just didn't fall for it this time. But Max just couldn't get enough of Chris, it would seem. Well, I mean, after having, you know, uh, an incredibly intimate cybersexual relationship. <laughs> like, They're bonded. Committed, yeah, at that point. What happened to us? <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is like a, that is an interesting, maybe that is a reasoning, like not all of it, like obviously fuck with Chris, but maybe there is that, like, I miss that. I miss you, Chris. I miss you. Maybe it is. Yeah. They're just kids. Well, that, that's where I, that's where I can see the, you know, the, some of the niceties coming from some of these guys, like the, the Clyde guy and stuff where it's just like, this is such like a fixture in your life now, you know? um yeah maybe some of that empathy leaked out but then you know not not long enough to not turn around and immediately do something else heinous right after but well you can't be they don't they don't feel bad unless they do something bad right Right. so they have to do something bad to have that empathy to begin with so it's like a weird loop (laughs) uh when billy mays died on june 27th 2009 the trolls blamed chris for killing him because he was jealous that he was the mayor of quickville uh, Chris released a video exonerating himself with notes from the autopsy report. It's <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh man, oh, you don't. You know, you... RJ, you're so far away from your mic; it's not picking up your laugh, and I miss your laugh. It's like the best part about oh, you. Oh, sorry, that was a that was a, a quieter laugh. Um, Do it again. No. <laughs> <laughs> Get a laugh track in for yeah, yeah, you, you. You keep bringing up these uh, absolutely uh, amazing things that he does in response, and you're going to get more. Don't worry. <laughs> That's just like. <laughs> Uh oh, Chris killed Billy Mays. <laughs> no, hold on. No, I have proof. <laughs> Don't you all say that. Okay. Um, it was mid 2009 when Chris uh, first started being discussed on local radio shows, podcasts, and web series for his antics. Uh, he also began being interviewed. So this was a new source of laughs oh, for the public. No. No. <laughs> The interviewers, as you might expect, often mocked him, and Chris didn't realize that they were mocking him. And instead of lashing out at these people, Chris created a series of hate videos lashing out against trolls or perceived trolls on YouTube. Did he do anybody notable? Did he get interviewed by anybody, like, worth mentioning? No. No. No, all of them are just, like, smaller than us, probably. Later, he does get a couple notable interviews nobody like huge in media or anything but like youtubers you'll know the name of there you go okay okay um from this series of videos comes my second favorite quote from chris after all i know is fart and i am paraphrasing (laughs) paraphrasing slightly um you are naive naive is the worst word because it questions your intelligence Oh, poor Christian. 
Yeah. And this wasn't a typo, just so we're clear. He said this out loud. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, he probably just didn't have autocorrect back then. No. No, out loud. Do you think this is like leaning in though? Like some of this stuff sounds like he does it on purpose, you know? And some of it sounds like obviously like he's getting trolled, but some of it's like, okay, I'll just entertain. Are you not entertained? Like that's what I feel like some of this Yeah, that's what we were talking about before. I think it's just a compulsion to be performative. You know what I mean? I don't, but I don't, I'm not saying like he's not so delusional that he doesn't actually believe it, but I think he just feeds into his own delusions is why he keeps falling for the same two tricks all the time yeah 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 he's kind of an optimist a little bit Mm -hmm. so trolls managed to hack into chris's uh psn account again i think and uh, once again he has to go to battle to get it back and the trolls gave him the ultimatum that if he recorded video proof of himself losing his virginity, they would release the accounts. And Chris accepted this challenge. He reached out to his friends and asked them to keep on the lookout for women who would be willing to have sex with him. And he also started seeking women on Craigslist. He's not making the pamphlets um, anymore? No. Fuck. No, he's using the internet now. Well, it's desperate. Yeah, he's yeah. probably even bending his rules a little bit. I mean, he's got to get his PSN account back. That's right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, the only women he ended up finding were prostitutes. And Chris was hesitant because he didn't want to pay them. But then he was, when he was desperate enough, he was like, all right, I will pay you. And then they backed out. The prostitute. After he said, I need to have sex with you to get my PSN account back. And they were like, all right, I think. So even the prostitutes rejected him. Wow. Even when he said he was going to pay, they were like, you know what? No. That is a sad person. Sex workers, I've seen some fucked up, like, uh, at a strip club, you know what I mean? Like, going home with some fucking weirdos. So I I don't know about, like, if Chris Chan's like, wow, that is bad. He must have really smelt. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, can't like the. I think the whole sentiment that sex workers are like, well, they no matter what, as long as their money, they're gonna go through with it. I mean, that's not you know. Not not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is right. you can find someone. For yeah, sure. no, I mean, I was I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> not everyone, I get that, but there's someone. Fair enough. I don't. I don't know what that part of Ontario looks like. So. Well, there's less teeth than there are people. <laughs> That's crazy. I was pretty sure there's only like four people out there too. Well, I got all the teeth that compared to everyone. <laughs> it's a bunch of gummers. That's that's why you're the king out there. You took all their teeth, right? Ah, this is Sparta. Okay. Um, their next demand when Chris couldn't couldn't find anybody who would be willing to have sex with him. Uh, was for Chris to film himself humping his PS3. And he refused that because that is where he draws the line <laughs> for now, apparently. Oh, of course. Yeah. Sacred. Man, that, they were still like 500 bucks back then at that point. You don't want to. Yeah. Now, this part is interesting. Um, he used his conversations with these trolls to weasel his way into a troll meeting. Um, and everyone there could tell it was him. But. Um, Basically, they talked about how Ivy had killed herself because of Chris, because they knew he was there. And he pretended to be a guy named Bill. And Chris suggested, I want to make this very clear, Chris suggested 
that instead of humping his PS3, the trolls should make Chris film himself sexually assaulting his church counselor. He's still going to church? He's got a new church now. Oh. And his church counselor is like his closest confidant. Her name is Rocky. That's someone you want to sexually assault, I guess. Right? This is what I mean. Chris is a fucking piece of shit. Oh, man. The one person who's nice to him. You know what I mean? Like, Rocky's probably the one person in his life who's actually nice to him. Legitimately. Let's go rape her. Like, what a piece of shit. Yeah, so all the trolls are like, nah, buddy. Like, hump the PS3. So, he erased the line and he did this time. He sent them an eight-minute video humping the PS3 and just talking, like, so much. So much talking. Hmm. I wonder if the PS3 likes the flavor of strawberry. Continue. (laughs) The PS3 is very picky. It probably didn't even want to be in his house. Very elite gaming system. Uh. Um, Okay, so the trolls are like, okay, well, now that you did that, we can make you do anything. So how about you sing a cover of It's Okay to Be Gay? And he does. And he acts like he's being tortured the whole time and pauses intermittently to make barfing noises. Uh, And so they were like, do better. And so he re-records it with dancing and enthusiasm, but this time he's wearing a disguise. So they were like, nope, do better. And he was like, no, I don't want to. And so they were like, okay, fine. Instead, make a puppet show of Tails and Sonic the Hedgehog doing butt stuff. And Chris was like, you know what? Keep it. And he never got it back. <laughs> I found his line. Hard How limit. Fucking dare you. That, uh, question. Do you think do you think Tails has a butthole for every tale? In my erotic fan fiction, he does. Let's see. I have not seen the, the, the new movie, so I don't know if they confirm it there or not. Right. Okay. So this is kind of funny. It's short, but it's funny. So Chris decides that his next move is going to be to troll the trolls. And so he decides to try to convince them that he was actually just a normal guy pretending to be Chris online just for like shock factor. So he records a video of himself in a um, like wearing sunglasses, wearing like a sleeveless vest with a T-shirt. And he had full fake arm tattoo sleeves. And no Sonichu medallion or class ring in sight. And he films this video and he's like going to work and living a normal life. And like just talking about like how he's just a normal guy pretending to do this to to get attention. And the the trolls saw right through this, of course. (laughs) But it was fucking hilarious. Oh my God. The the insane Uh, person trying to play the straight man. Yeah, that is hilarious. That's like a trope. You know what I mean? Like the... The yeah, Chris I, Farley trying to like go to this do his job at the office. Like obviously you're gonna laugh at that. <laughs> I, I like it. All right. He looks normal. <laughs> how how would you not think that guy's normal? He's going to his job right now, you can tell. Going to work. Where's he? Where is he going? Where where does he work? The business store or some shit. I don't know. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> the, the businessman's store. store. Yeah. Where all where all the tattoo sleeved businessmen go. <laughs> Businessmans are us. <laughs> yeah, I work at the business place, the business store. It's good. Yeah, it was great, though. It was so funny. Uh, his next attempt was to pretend that he actually was a split personality. 
one being Christian, the Chris that people know online, Ricardo. and one being Christopher, uh, the normal guy. Okay. Oh, so in these videos, he would argue with himself. Okay. Yeah. So Christopher is demanding to be set free and he punches Christian in the face. So he's punching himself in the face and just talking to himself and acting like an insane person. So that's pretty much it for notable notables in that period of time. But we're getting into another saga this time. This time it is the Liquid Chris saga. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Unethical Podcast. If you're not in the Facebook group, stop being such a silly goose and come find us at Unethical, the official unethical podcast group. If you find you just can't handle the anticipation until the next episode, then it's a great time to join our Patreon, where we have a ton of extra unethical content, and of course, our brother podcast, Private Dicks. And in case you didn't hear the good news, Private Dicks is now Public Dicks. Every two weeks, an episode of Season 1 will drop wherever you eat your podcasts, and our lucky Patreon patrons are literally living in the future, listening to new episodes from Season 2. On the fence about it? Have a listen to the trailer and see what you think. If you've got a case, big or small, give the private dicks a call. And yes, the phone number is real. Enjoy! Have you got a mystery that needs solving? Where is Amelia Earhart? We know. Who the hell was D.B. Cooper? Bah, easy. Bermuda Triangle? Probably solve that one next. Here at Private Dicks, we guarantee a mystery solved every episode. That's with a capital G. Every second Friday, the Private Dicks take a client, record their session, and solve the world's greatest mysteries. One by one. Private Dicks solve them, no problem. God, I love just crushing mysteries. Search up Private Dicks on your favorite podcatcher and you can solve a mystery too. The mystery of what's your favorite podcast? It's Private Dicks. Another one solved. If you have a mystery to be solved, call 1-855-PRVTDIX. That's 1-855-PRIVATE-DICKS. Call 1-855-PRIVATE-DICKS and leave us the rundown of the case. Maybe the dicks will solve it. It's 855-PRIVATE-DICKS. I'm straight when it comes to humans, but fucking gay from old people.